0: One, two, three,
1: four.
2: Welcome back to Country and Cold Cans. I'm Logan sitting here with Kyle and Andy sitting in his truck somewhere. Where are you at, Andy? Ohio. Ohio. What part of Ohio? Uh,
1: Western. I'm, right, I'm on the Indiana line. Oh, okay. I, gotcha. could, so I could throw a rock into Indiana, and I can't throw a rock very far.
2: All right. Well, let's jump right into things. So, uh, you know, it's obviously with the pandemic going on, COVID-19 is unavoidable for all of us. Um, some kind of, we got to give a shout out right now to, uh, Dolly Parton. The woman is a national treasure cause she donated, I think it was like a million dollars to Moderna for, uh, research for a vaccine that is in the final stages of its vaccine trials. And it's been proven to be like 95% effective. So hats off to Dolly Parton
0: yeah uh that's off. um, I don't support the monarchy, but uh if america was ev was to ever have a queen, I would vote for her
2: yeah, I don't think too many people be upset about that, so, but, like I said, the woman is a national treasure, everybody loves dolly it was. Okay. In that same vein, talking about COVID-19, we've recently, uh, we had been talking about how a lot of artists are speaking out saying that it's time now to start booking some concerts again because of the hypocrisy of the media, which I tend to agree with on how they treat different people based on what their reasoning for gathering is. And um, that brings us to the topic of right now with Live Nation and Ticketmaster, who really is kind of has almost a a monopoly on like the major concerts, major sporting events things like that, where they are having it, talking about the possible new protocols they're going to be putting in once the vaccine is distributed, where you're going to have to have uh, a system through, I believe it's going to be through the Ticketmaster app to verify whether or not you've been vaccinated or have tested negative within like a 48 or no, 24 to 72 hour window of the concert. They say that it's going to not be violating any HIPAA or having any HIPAA violations because it's they're not going to have or keep records of your medical records, but th- it's going to be an encrypted way of just saying whether or not you are clear to be able to enter the facility. It there's a lots of problems with this. It can be problematic. Like it's a private company. So sure. They get to set their own rules, but I don't know how I feel about this. What do you guys think? I don't like it.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, so as someone who, uh, does a lot of it work as his day job, Never, ever, ever trust anyone but yourself with your personal information. Um, I don't believe them when they say it'll be encrypted and we don't store data. Right. They, they'll store data because they want to t- you know, have targeted ads and, and you know, whatever they want. Um, I think it's probably illegal.
2: I wouldn't be surprised to get, see it struck down. You know, yeah. I mean, I know, like you said, you never trust people with your very personal sensitive information because, um, I, it's like I saw an episode of Joe Rogan, uh, recently he was talking to, uh, the guy that made the movie, the social dilemma It's like every time Apple comes out with, you know, a, a new update to the iOS system ios system whatever it's called and uh it saying they fix some bugs that's just code for hey we've been hacked and we need to be able to have more more security f- for your information so you can't trust anyone when it comes to that crap and i i don't like this idea because it's like the same it's like almost like a national registry even though it's not a, technically a government thing it's a private company of people who have had their vaccination or people who are at the time not positive and it's like almost like Show me your papers. See if you have your vaccine. Like it's not, let's, I mean, it's, it's just very big brother to me. I'm not, I, I get the, the, does it, maybe it's well intentioned. I don't know. I don't want to ascribe, you know, what Ticketmaster and Live Nation are doing, but at the same time, it feels very big brother and very invasive. Like I, I don't want to be on a list of whether or not I've been vaccinated. It's none of their freaking business.
1: I mean, it's not like the government's not going to get their hands on that list eventually. That you know, it, like the government threw a temper tantrum over uh, Apple's security thing and took them to court and all that stuff. Or was that Facebook? It was either Apple or Facebook. Did it, all, it was yeah. Apple. Yeah. It's not like the, if if they're going to do that, what's going to stop them from telling Ticketmaster, "Hey, you're going to give us this list."
2: Yeah. Having like a court subpoena to be able to get a list of people who have been vaccinated by way of Ticketmaster slash Live Nation. Like that's just too invasive for my taste. Last I checked, this was America. Amen.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's it's the same, like when I remember a few months ago when people were like, well, why can't we just be like South Korea? Uh, Well, South Korea, essentially not to get too far down a political rabbit hole, but they essentially like dox their own citizens. Yeah. With an app to contact trace. Yeah. And, you know, right, left, center, you know, American Congress, people would be like, eh, we're not touching that. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, trust so. me, if there's any power hungry people out there, it's those seeking uh, elected office and they're taking right. everything yeah. as they can to have any, have more authoritarian uh, inclinations and seize power over this stuff. So like, we need to keep this, this stuff out of their hands. In my view, I, agree. I don't yeah. trust people. Man, like Stone Cold, Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin taught me at a young age watching WWF Monday Night Raw. DTA, son, don't trust anybody. Amen. <laughs> so, but uh, speaking of on that same vein of COVID nineteen, some other uh, news within the condo country music world is um, there were some rumors. It, it appears not to be so um, much to the chagrin of a lot of the independent fans, but. Uh, there was a lot of rumors of Florida Georgia Line possibly having a rift between the two um, mm. the, due to the, the election slash COVID-19 response because... Uh, Tyler Hubbard, who represents Georgia in Florida-Georgia line, and Brian is Kelly. the long who, hair or the short hair? So you know them via 2012. <laughs> that's changed a couple of times by now, but 2012 versions of them, short hair is, is Florida-Brian Kelly, and long hair is Georgia-Tyler Hubbard. So Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Which one is the one that can actually sing? That's uh, Georgia-Tyler Hubbard. Okay. Yeah. Right. So Georgia-Tyler Hubbard and his wife unfollowed – we're going to get a little gossipy here on Country mm. and Cold Cats. But, uh, Georgia Tyler Hubbard unfollowed and and his wife unfollowed Florida Brian Kelly and Florida Brian Kelly's wife. So Mm. Georgia Tyler Hubbard is a guy that, uh, has voiced support for a lot more left-leaning causes and has voiced, signaled his support for, for Biden and other, you know, more progressive things. Then on the flip side, you have, uh, Florida Brian Kelly and his wife who, when Biden supporters gathered outside the white house uh, with no social distancing whatsoever to celebrate the uh, projection of president-elect Biden, they were talking about how this was, you know, you can see the media hypocrisy and that, you know, it's time to start booking concerts and uh, Florida, Brian Kelly has been a lot more quieter on Mm. a lot of the political stuff, which if you're in the public eye, everybody knows if you're quiet, you tend to lean a little bit right slash conservative, so we kind of have a rift within the the Florida Georgia line franchise based on political and COVID nineteen grounds. And mm. uh, ever and to be fair, we've updated the story since then. Georgia Tyler Hubbard has refollowed the Kellys from Florida, but a lot of people were questioning, "Hey, could this could twenty twenty bring the split of one of the most notorious bro country acts of the last ten years?"
0: That is. That's juicy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And you know, it's leave it up to social media and people sitting at home to find all this stuff out and people start writing articles on it. I found it all a bit hilarious and a bit like for lack of a better term, catty, but (laughs) to unfollow each other because of stuff like I, I, the way I say it, I'm going to put it bluntly. If you can't be friends with someone with whom you disagree politically, you're a clown. Like I, I have friends that disagree with me. I mean, it's it's yeah, cool, <laughs> yeah. But you can't stop being friends with someone when they know as much about Florida Georgia Line as you do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Andy, it's kind of our role here to know what's going on within the country music sphere, and me as the lead mic on Country and Cold Candy, is to be able to deliver the story accurately. So I did my research. So Carter would disagree. Carter would disagree with everything because Carter's a freaking <laughs> communist <laughs> with his trash opinions about Five Guys last episode. But true. Yeah. and Carter is for all the uh listeners out there. If you remember classic rock Carter and his long stories he had about some events, he was doing <laughs> Carter's an animal, man. Let me tell you, he's an animal. But uh, but yeah, so there is our uh Country and Gold Cans gossip corner for this week, of <laughs> the Florida Georgia line feud. But everything seems to be patched up between the two, much so they'll keep making their shitty music. Next topic. (laughs) We kind of just wanted to, before we get into our our main anchor topic today, which is music-based, we wanted to kind of talk about something we all like. And it's, you know, this whole podcast Andy and I started on the premise of two things. We love country music and we love cold beer. So if you couldn't tell by the name, country and cold cans. So we haven't really talked a whole lot about beer, especially since the second episode. So today, today's topic is cold beer. What is your favorite cold beer, Trucker Andy? This
1: is the easy question. And then I'd actually forgot until I just realized what it is again. And that is the good old classic Red Solo cup full of Bushlight light and a keg out of a
2: trash can. that was some uh some the best keg beer we ever had when we were in college was at a couple of our friends house they lived on a golf course at the time they invited us over and it was the coldest crispest beer and you know what Mm -hmm. it was not only it was the second best beer it was cold beer but the first best beer is free beer we all know that (laughs) but it's true yeah but yeah that was damn good beer Andy. i agree what about you kyle
0: so um i had to i had to qualify this topic um if we're going to a, let's say a tailgate, you cannot go wrong with the classic Miller Light.
2: Yeah, you can't. Uh, yeah, you uh, you went uh, wrong uh, the moment you decided to swipe your card when they uh, said, "Hey, are you sure you want this?" Man uh, okay. Miller Light is uh, pissing a can.
0: This is coming from the guy who just said his favorite beer is Bush Light in a trash can.
2: I said it, not me. I mean, I said it, not Andy. <laughs> I, yeah, said well, not, I said it, not me. Uh, so, you know, now well, Andy yeah. said Andy said his favorite beer was Bush Light in a trash can. That's I said it. I, I said it was good. It ain't my favorite. I'm right. a little bit bushier. I two said I beer. had to
0: qualify this. Now yeah. we're gonna just now. If I'm trying, now, to, th- if I'm this is my,
2: a, this is a good discussion. I think Andy needs to kind of dive into that too after you because there is a difference between tailgate beer and just regular. Right. beer. I mean,
0: we're not gonna. I'm I'm not gonna bring my favorite beer of all time, which I don't even believe they make anymore, which deeply saddens me. Which is a dogfish head 120 minute
2: IPA. Okay, so I've you, I'm not stuff. the, I'm not the only bougie pinkies out. Person yeah, I'm gonna that.
0: sound like a beer snob that you see at a brewery that everyone hates when they see there. Like, oh, do you have a so and so IPA? Yeah, you know, <laughs> that guy. That's what I'm gonna sound like. But they don't. I haven't seen it in a while. But um, that is my personal favorite beer. Now, a casual drinking beer, it's got to be the Miller Lite.
2: Look, that's fair. I've had my fair share of Miller Lite. I'm just not a fan. It has a really weird aftertaste. I can say one thing about Miller Lite is it was better when they had the blue bottles. When they went to the white old-school can, mm. I swear they changed it. I didn't drink beer back then, so I can't speak to the blue cans. I, I, I do think that... Now, Andy, you remember when we uh, they went to the old cans. The, the new cans are now... Or the old cans, if that gets confusing. But when they went to the new old cans, they... You and I were a part of a marketing scheme. We, we went and we yep. were like, this looks sick. We're going to get, look at this retro look. We went and bought a case of it and got sick from it because that was the nastiest beer I've ever had mm. next to a Bud Light in a can. That's just disgusting.
0: You know, sometimes I do wish that I would NC State with you too. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, Well, you had the opportunity, but you chose to go to Greenville yeah, for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, Sometimes I do miss adventures you two went on. <laughs> yeah they were it was a fun time when we were um 19 to about 21 22 years old we're 21 when that happened now i'm now i'm at the point where i went to the driving range to hit some golf balls on sunday with our buddy will and for I hit balls for about an hour and a half and i'm sore as all get out <laughs> all over just from swinging a golf club
0: yeah i know the feeling i'm sore as all get out and i've been painting a house <laughs> so yeah yeah it,
2: it ain't as easy as it used to be to be active no, but not at all so yeah so andy what's your what What about you the difference in tailgate beer and just any beer do you have a difference or is it still just bush light out of a damn trash can
1: mine's gonna have it's not gonna get any better it's not getting better <laughs> but tailgate i'm gonna have to go it's gotta be in a can because you can't play beer ball with anything that's not in a can
2: true enough beer balls is associate so, a tailgate
1: i'm gonna have to go with it's got to be a 12 ounce can because if you go with a six, a taller 16 ounce can or anything other than a 12, you're going to lose beer ball. This is all strictly based on beer ball. I'm going to have to go with natural light. Financial light. Because you got to have the short can too. You can't have a Michelob Ultra. It's a taller can, easier to hit.
2: Yeah. And also, it, it's the all cou- about beer ball. You have to buy a special damn koozie for a, a, a uh, Mick Ultra. That's annoying. Can I go on a small Carter
0: rant here? Sure. When I see a A man drinking McUltra. Not on a golf course. Not on a golf course. Yeah, golf course you get a pass. Exclude exclude golf courses. If I see you go to a restaurant and you order a McUltra, I'm gonna be like, All right, you're one of two people. You're either someone who is wealthy or you're someone who is pretending to be wealthy.
1: No, there's a third person. There's a third. Drew's name Drew Bennett. Drew
0: Bennett.
1: (laughs) I was
2: thinking the same thing, Andy. Yeah. Our Did buddy, so for, is- for reference, our buddy Drew used to be the wildest cat in the group. He's uh, been in a relationship five years, got married this past summer, and now he's um, two. I mean, look, as he should, he grew up. He's a responsible married man now, but now it's Mick Ultra and White Claws for that cat.
0: Oh, man. What a downhill slide. Yeah.
2: All right. So for me, I've got to say, I got to agree with you. There's a difference in tailgate versus just like going, sitting down and hanging out with some friends at tailgate. This is relatively new for me, but the new Belgium old Tuffy is sure. probably my favorite tailgate beer. It's, it's just a nice, like classic lager. It's uh, nothing fancy. It, it's just like NC. It has the NC state logo Tuffy on the can. It was specifically marketed towards uh, North Carolina state fans and everything. They sell it at the stadium at Carter family. It's nothing special, nothing bad. It's just like NC state football. It tastes like seven and five. So (laughs) we, uh, so that one's a great one that I love for, uh, for like, you know, concerts and, and uh, tailgates and just hanging out on the back porch with friends. My absolute favorite beer in the whole world though. And this is very, very specific to one spot here in Cary, North Carolina at a uh, brewery called bond brothers is an, Andy, a pale ale, you know, a IPA, as Kyle said, mm-hmm. and it is called The Local. And uh, those are some um, fantastic, fantastic beers. Andy is um, used to call them magic beers. They're magic. Well, I want you to tell us why you called them magic beers. You refused to drink them at first.
1: Oh, because at first I could not stand the way they taste. And then Andy, I found out that Andy used he to think, three Andy of Andy used
2: to think he was too he was too much of a man drinking IPA until he had two of them. After you about had about two of them, that seat you're sitting in there at that, it, it, the uh, brewery,
1: it's not a bar, it's a brewery, that seat starts to float a little bit after you had two of them. Yeah. I mean, you about three or four, that seat starts to take you on a rocket ship to the moon. Andy, yeah. I should have
0: got you to try one of those dogfish head 120-minute uh, IPAs. I believe they're like
2: somewhere in the frame of like 12 and a half
0: to 14%. I
1: think I have had one before.
2: Are, what are they? A triple IPA? Yes. So that reminds me of like um, another local place in the in Raleigh, um, Trophy. Trophy has yeah, the, yeah. the Cloud Surfer, I believe is a double IPA. It's pretty good.
0: I'm actually drinking a double IPA right now.
2: Are you? Oh, Kyle's just running down IPAs and he's drinking IPAs. I mean, damn, yeah. Kyle. I thought that was a Fanta. <laughs>
0: no, it's a New Belgium um, airplane. Actually, it's an Imperial. I'm sorry. But close that enough.
2: means double. Yeah. Well, if if we get less specific to a specific brewery and a tiny little, or not a tiny, but a smaller town on the outskirts of Raleigh, I also am a big fan of the Wicked Weed Pernicious. That's a fantastic IPA. The um, Foothills Brewing, I believe, out of Winston Salem, they have a good one called the Hopium. Um, mm-hmm. They sell those at hockey games, and I tell you what, they're, uh, you might as well just spend the extra dollar or two for those versus the. It's like ten bucks for a Bud Light, or eleven or twelve bucks for a Hopium. Yeah, get your money's worth, by the hoppy. I'm at PNC. (laughs)
0: Absolutely.
2: Yeah, you don't want to waste your money on those frigging Bud Lights if you're going to have one or two of them at a hockey game. No. I've had to leave
1: those magic beers behind.
2: They're (laughs) magic, but they also kill me. I just, never, I'm telling you, the, the hangover is, the hangovers is, with an IPA can happen when you have like three, and that's yeah, the, the worst, you won't even 100%. be you won't even be drunk for you to have a hangover. It's just something about the way they brew it; it's heavy, and it's just like your head will be hurt, and you'll be like, "I thought I only had two or three beers."
0: Pretty sure it's the grapefruit or whatever it is in it.
2: Yeah, like uh, the citrusy uh, kind of
0: that stuff. Sh- uh, shout out to Old Tuffy because it's a solid beer. It is, and it also. Me and you a few months ago, um, had, had quite a few of them one night, uh, and I didn't have a hangover the next day.
2: So oh, was that was I that a Texas that. wedding?
0: No, no, this was uh, actually when I was at the conference uh, up in. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Tuesday, I, yeah. Right. Me and yeah, you yeah. had
0: quite a few of the toughies and yeah. didn't have a hangover. So
2: yeah, yeah. old toughies a solid beer, man. You can't go yeah, wrong with sense. an old toughie. It's not like I said, it's nothing fancy. It's a little bit pricier than a um, domestic light and cold, a la Dirk Bentley kind of beer, but it's—I mean—it because New Belgium makes it. I mean, they're a microbrewer, so I mean, yeah. Hey, look, New Belgium makes solid stuff. Like, and people—people who are not beer drinkers—don't understand that a beer needs to set the—I guess the—the vibe of whatever situation you're in, Mm -hmm. and you got to pick accordingly based on that. Now, Andy over here has abandoned his his culture and his uh, evolution that he had and has devolved back into just a Coors Light in a bottle, regardless of the situation <laughs> now.
1: Hardcore capitalism.
2: <laughs> He's just going back to 1920 year old Andy. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but, look, I mean, look, like I said, it has to be, I mean, what are the best type of beers before we move on? Everybody named, like, not brands, but best situations for a beer.
1: Best situations for a beer.
2: Shower. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to say the shower beer. Uh, weddings. Um, toilets. Toilets. Um, Wait a minute, toilet? Oh. oh, sitting on the toilet. I was like... Yeah, sit on. Yeah.
0: When you get home from work after a long, hard day. <laughs> when you wake up for work. <laughs> the drive to work. I'm just playing.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and... Oh, cutting grass beer. Hmm. Hmm. I know the best
1: beer I got to say is probably the one that comes after the second,
2: <laughs> third beer. You get that little three yep. beer lift. Yeah, you yeah. You know, I've never, uh, I've never been like judge me if you want. I don't care. I've never been the one that likes to drink beer after work. I don't come home and drink every day. I don't, I don't enjoy it. I don't. Cry. No, no. Yeah. Like we have friends that do. And like, they're yeah. just like I look forward to just coming home, sitting in my chair and having a, an IPA or three or a Miller light or three. And I'm just like, I don't enjoy that. I don't, I don't like drinking all the time. Like it's once in a while for me. Like it's, yes, I have a, I have be. a standing, I have a standing um time at the week with a bunch of our boys. We go, you know, a bunch of guys from college and everything. We all go to bond brothers, but outside of that, I really don't drink hardly at all.
0: Yeah. I will say this. Um, when you get to the point that, you know, you're a homeowner on a nice little plot. Yeah. The yard working beer is a phenomenal beer.
2: Yeah, see I live in a townhome, so I ain't gotta worry about no yard. you're raking the leaves, yeah. you're cutting the grass, you're weed eating, you go up to the lawnmower, you're cutting
0: grass, you sip your beer while you're driving your lawnmower. <laughs> phenomenal beer. What if
2: you get dirt, dirt and grass
0: in your beer? No, I mean it's got the little th- the little shoot on the side where you know, I'm a grass is
2: getting blown away from a beer fair enough fair enough like i said i live, I live I, in a town so i don't have i don't have the enough. ability to cut grass and work. enjoy it if work i just come home can, and drink every day i'm just a drunk and i ain't a drunk so
1: those work beers can get a little dangerous though like on that when you when Andy, you, you drive a, a
2: truck of course your work beers will be like, dangerous not
1: that kind of work <laughs> the other kind of work when you're doing uh <laughs> mechanicals type work is that uh? It, it depends on how long it takes. If you're out there for four hours and you start when you get first start, you start drinking when you start working. About the third hour is when productivity quits entirely.
2: Isn't that what you used to do when you did uh paperwork?
1: Yes, you got it a six pack like of Voodoo Ranger days. IPAs. Yeah, it took a while to do paperwork because after, especially paperwork, because it's easy to drink when you do that. Those Video Ranger it, IPAs are strong too. You kind of quit after a while because you get kind of drunk
2: I think that's andy 's way of just saying i don 't like doing paperwork, so I 'm going to drink beer instead <laughs>
1: I, I used to go would go to the bar before I, I would go do paperwork and then I' get back from the bar and not do paperwork and say the same thing on Saturday night that I did Friday night, and it still didn 't happen
2: <laughs> I got to say probably my favorite beer is a tailgate beer because there's something about you know uh, middle of the fall. NC State's playing, you're, you're tailgating or somebody else. I mean, it ain't got to be NC State. You know, I realize everybody pulls for other teams. Kyle pulls for a group of five, group of five high school team. So, so uh, I mean, like you're at a tailgate, you have a couple of cold beers, play a little beer ball, going to enjoy the game. I mean, it's just a, it's just a good American pastime.
1: There is a big asterisk marks on, on that one, though. What time's
2: the game? Mm. Oh, that's true. That's true. That seven a.m. beer is definitely not the best beer. Well, Andy, nobody has seven a.m. beers once you get out of college. That's just crazy talk.
0: Now that seven a.m. rally beer, where you're still (laughs) quasi-drunk in college, (laughs) yeah, that oof
2: oof. I don't miss those. But you, when you'd go out downtown till closing time, and you get up five hours later to get to a tailgate at seven.
0: Yeah, you haven't quite sobered up yet, and you you let's just keep the rally going.
2: Andy, didn't uh, you do that outside of a Hardee's one time in college? Like you uh, chugged a beer on the back of your old 01 Ford pickup you had while I was picking up yep. chicken inside?
1: Yep, and that, that was also after the uh, – at that time point, I was also doing shots of Jack Daniels before we went to the game too.
2: Oh, that's just, that's never fun. Shots That was are, an, up, man. That was an are. upgrade from Canadian Shots are heart. canceled. It's 2020. Shots are canceled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we're canceling all this other shit, let's cancel shots. <laughs> yeah let's cancel
1: canadian hunter entirely
2: oh yeah like when nathan dropped that shit off at our house that time that was disgusting i think i had one drink <laughs> of it and i was like y'all gonna have this i don't understand how they're in business <clears throat> i don't either it's it's terrible but and oh yeah one more other beer that's that's great before we can move on to our next topic that uh kyle brought up and it's a hell of a topic um is when you're on a a, a boy's trip beer
0: yeah, 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 Like yeah. when we were
2: in Nashville, Andy. When yeah. we were in Austin, Kyle. Like going into those little dingy dive bars on Dirty Six. There are all the places on Lower Broadway in Nashville, Andy. Having some of those beer specials. Like I remember we were drinking. What was it? Pearl in a can for? What was it was like a dollar, two bucks, yeah. something, yep. something stupid. I mean, it was just like those are those are good like, ones.
1: As I said That's earlier cool. today, when someone mentioned that, it ain't uh It ain't nothing but a plane ticket and liver
2: damage away. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. When uh, one of our friends sent us a a reminder snap about two years ago at this time, we were in Nashville, Tennessee. That was one fun, fun weekend. We like one quick story about that. We literally had a quick flight direct from Raleigh to Nashville via Southwest. We got there so early because, you know, Nashville is an hour behind the East Coast. We got there so early that uh, we were there at like 8 a.m. or something like that. Andy had just gotten into town, parked his truck. We took an Uber to the truck stop because we couldn't even check into our hotel. We were there so early, so we threw our luggage in Andy's truck at the truck stop, and then we took an Uber to uh, Lower Broadway, and it was 10 a.m. The lunch spots hadn't even opened yet, so what did we do? We couldn't find anything to eat. We couldn't, so we just went into John Rich's beer, and we were like, well, give me a whiskey. They had whiskey. Went in Nashville. (laughs) Uh. But yeah, I guess that's enough uh, degenerate talk. Let's uh, move into the, the next topic. On this one, like I said, Kyle brought this up. And uh, Kyle, if you want to kind of explain this one for the, for the listeners so we can kind of get into this.
0: Yeah, so um, I kind of got a similar topic off of a, uh, another podcast. But the, uh, the gist of this topic is, let's say you are stranded on a desert island or anywhere, uh, and you have an iPod, and it has five songs on it. What are those five songs you're going to listen to? It's all you get until you get rescued
2: if you get rescued so keep yeah, in mind these five songs yeah. have to have some meaning because these yes. might be the last five things of entertainment outside of just your hallucinate uh hallucinations from going crazy being stuck right. on an island so talking to your volleyball you talking to your volleyball wilson so andy if you do, or kyle it's your topic you kick it off man
0: all right so um the song that uh Starts my list is um, actually uh, "Lessons Learned" by Tracy Lawrence. Okay, um, it to be honest, it's just a song that I think describes my life. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: if you don't learn the hard way, you don't learn at all. So,
2: Kyle's like every white girl at a bar.
0: This song's about me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> about, I mean you know, like, hey, as my granddad told me growing up, you're gonna be stupid. You got to be tough. And, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I learned every lesson the hard way, so.
2: <laughs> so, uh, Andy, if you want to go to uh, your first song, what is it? Uh, mine is going to be uh, the Gill- Gilligan's Island theme song
1: for obvious reasons. <laughs> 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 Paints a perfect picture of what's going on. And I also thought, too, is that uh, my five songs, I don't want it to be probably even the t- like five of my favorite, like top five songs I really love. Cause after I listen to them all day on a desert island until I get off, I am never going to want to hear those songs again.
2: So you pick. Well, so what's the theme of your five picks?
1: Uh, being stranded on a desert island. <laughs> okay.
2: Oh. Okay. So so you've went on the nose, and you're going to be reminded every day that you're stranded on a desert island by your entertainment. Pretty much. <laughs> Andy's like, I didn't think this. Story.
1: Wait, but they're hopeful songs though. About getting, it's about getting off of a okay. desert island. Okay. Okay. That's that's the topic at hand.
2: Okay. So for me, I'll give my my five moods that I picked and then I'll give my first one and then we'll kick it back over to Kyle. So I went with a the theme also. My theme was a song that can fit a lot of the moods that you'll have on a desert island. I've got one that's a bummer jam because sad songs make me happy and you always are going to you're going you're gonna to feel a little down mm-hmm. while you're on the island. So I picked one for that. Then I picked one that I love narrative songs. I love story songs that are just well-written. It's just a jam. So I picked one for that because that's just entertaining and it paints a story for you. So it kind of gives you... It's almost like listening to a radio show, but condensed into three minutes. Then I picked a summer, wistful kind of summer love song as the sunset's going down. I'm sitting on the beach stranded by myself. It kind of takes me to another place that's a little more happy. Then I picked a classic rock song that is my favorite song by this band. And it's kind of like a... Screw you, man. She ain't leaving uh me for you. She's staying with me, and then I pick just a straight up banger because sometimes you just want a party mm-hmm. and uh for the f- what's a
1: party gonna be like on an island by yourself?
2: I don't know I mean. Best what you make it right so the first one i'll talk about is uh the bummer jam song because it's my favorite song in all the music but it's hurricane by american aquarium i mean shit it there might be a hurricane while i'm on there might be the only song i'll listen to if that happens but hurricane by american aquarium it's a bummer jam it talks about you know his relationship with this uh woman who you know he thought that she'd be like the rest and you know would burn out but she kind of he stole his heart when she dropped out of that black dress is what he said. Then he's like, you know, and then at the very end, he's like, I didn't get her. Hell, that's for sure. Ston me like a hornet's nest, but I can't wait to get back to Carolina, which I'm from North Carolina because I can lay those storms to rest. And there's a lot of wordplay that fits with being on a desert island. Well, if I get rescued and get back to North Carolina, I can lay those storms of the island to rest and I'm back home in Carolina. So Hurricane by American Aquarium was my first pick. All right, uh, second so- round, Kyle Acre, you're on the clock.
0: So um, I don't know how, many of our, how much of our audience will be familiar with this band. It's actually, um, I believe it's the singer. Actually, I believe it's the entire band minus the singer from Creed. Uh, it's called Alter Bridge. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the singer from Creed you picked, is just... he picked, you picked a, a 75% Creed song? <laughs> it is. Uh, now, the
0: singer from Creed, I don't know how many people are familiar with like 2000th Rock. It, yeah. I'll singer, Kennedy. Is that his name? Is, the singer from Creed is he he's a shit show. I mean, let's just oh, yeah. Yeah, let's put it that way. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a band called Alter bridge and it's called uh, blackbird. And this is my, uh, get up and go jam. You know, when you're <laughs> that's when a you pretty some...
1: dark, get up and go jam,
0: man. The, oh, dude, the <laughs> breakdown of that song is phenomenal. The drum solo. That is uh, a great song. It is. That's, yeah. soft, that's a solid pick. Yes. It is the get up and go jam. When that the guy can solo, sing too. He absolutely can. I don't, I don't know what band he's from or where they found him, but it's essentially creed minus the singer.
2: And the guy's name's Miles Kennedy, isn't it? I have no idea. I I, I think you're
0: right, yeah. That's
2: right, a Andy. solid pick. That was a solid pick. I gotta give you credit. When you almost lost me when you said Creed, but then you totally redeemed <laughs> yourself.
0: You no, know, it, it, it is creed minus the singer.
1: Yeah. So Do you know who that you know the band, Logan?
2: I've heard the band. I don't really know them. Uh, Edge's theme song from wrestling.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, my my second pick is going to be, uh, we're going to go with Message in a Bottle by the Police. Because hmm. I want one it's topic of, you're going to send that message and hope, hope, hope she finds your message in a bottle so you can get off the island. But that's also, I want to put a classic rock song in there. And that's nice, easy listening, classic rock song. Classic. So that then I'm all uphill here from here because that that's the the most of the theme that wasn't as great there. So
2: Logan, all right. So for me, uh, I gotta go. I'm gonna go with the narrative portion of my five themes. Like I said, it's kind of acts as almost like a, a mini story, a mini radio, a mini podcast, whatever you want to say. this in three and a half minutes, and it's one of the best story songs I think is uh, written by a independent red dirt, Texas, uh, Oklahoma or Oklahoma artists in this case, but that is good Lord Lori by Turnpike Troubadours from the elongated, uh, drum roll at the beginning, you know, exactly what song it is. then it has one of the best opening lines I've ever seen with Lori lit a cigarette, smiled and waved the smoke out of her face. I mean, that's just, that's just a killer opening line and just the story of, of how his and Lori's you know, love kind of just fell apart by the end. It just, it paints a great picture. And if I want a story song to listen to, Good Lord Lori is definitely going to be the one. All right, Kyle. Uh,
0: Yeah, so my uh, number three on the list is, um, reminds me of my boys, you know, hanging out. This is mainly me and d Barry. And I remember we made my fiance furious one night because we just (laughs) demanded that she play this song in the car when she took us to the bar. Yeah. It's midnight in Montgomery. Montgomery. Yeah, by Alan Jackson. No. <laughs> it's a phenomenal song. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it's just remind me of the good old days.
2: You know. Bailey yeah. has some of that yeah. 2000s pop shit playing, and we were just yeah. like, play some Alan Jackson. <laughs> yeah,
0: Midnight <laughs> he like, Montgomery.
2: He was like, what, Chattahoochee? No, Midnight Montgomery. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is yeah. a great song. It is it a great is song. A, it is a great song, yeah.
1: <laughs> I have a serious question about this song that has never made sense to me if he's on his way to mobile for a new year's Eve show and he's in Montgomery at midnight, what time is this show he's playing in mobile? 3. AM. Well,
0: I mean, it
2: could be the next day. It could be.
0: Yeah. I mean, technically new year's is still the new year's day. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah.
1: All right. My next one's going to be uh send a boat by Chris Knight. Cause it's one of my favorite songs of his that he's done. And, uh, the figuratively and literally send a boat. You know, it's the song about, you know, basically tough times and you're just trying to stay afloat. And if you would, Lord, send a boat. Literally and figuratively.
2: So like, that's actually a a really good pick for for if you're straight on That's one that of
1: his most underrated songs. In I agree my with opinion. that. I agree it's with such that. a hard bummer jam, but it's also... Well, it's not really even that hopeful, but...
2: All right, so for my next one, I, uh, I went with, like I said, you got to have one for all moods being on an island. So when you're sitting there by yourself, sun's going down, you kind of want to be taken away to another place in life. Kind of, It's more of an escapist song, kind of fits this artist a lot. And you know what? If anybody's listening and says they don't like this guy, piss off, I don't care. I like this song a lot. It's uh, Anything But Mine by Kenny Chesney. From the wistful kind of summer feel of like the opening uh, electric guitar, I mean, it's a song about summer love and how in the morning she's leaving, I'm going back to Cleveland. You know, literally, it's just a good summer love song. And you know what? It was also filmed at uh, Family King. Part of it was filmed at Family Kingdom in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, where I've spent a lot of time. So that's a great summer song. And as, as the sun's going down and you're sitting there, you want to kind of escape to another place. You know, anything but mine by Kenny Chesney will do the trick. So, Kyle?
0: So um I hope that uh <clears throat> my fiance doesn't listen to this podcast, but um
2: <laughs> she probably doesn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, she probably doesn't. Uh um but this song was um D Brady, don't take offense because I know our friends. This song uh happened a few times uh that I could personally relate to. Um it's Eric Church's Two Pink Lines.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, man, I, it's probably one of my favorite Eric Church songs. And no wonder you were pushing that one so hard on the Eric Church show we did. Yeah,
0: absolutely, man. Oh, dude, dude, such a great song. It's one of my favorites by
2: Eric. Uh, so you, you're gonna know real fast if Bailey listens to this. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get a
0: text like as soon as you publish your, this episode that she's like
2: Marshall and Lily. No, it was
0: another girl. <laughs> Don't you dare talk about me on the podcast. You know, so but that is uh yeah that's gotta be my number two uh it, you know i been high school you know a little bit uh a little bit of accidents you know a little bit of scares but who came through it on the other side
2: was how's it go one means we're home free but two means three and a diamond ring absolutely yeah, <laughs> she,
0: well you know uh she's still got a diamond ring but yeah, it ain't quite three <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it ain't quite three so
2: oh man that's pretty, that's Pretty damn good. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a,
1: that's a solid song too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's great that's a, song. So, that's a solid iPod here. <laughs> um, my, uh, what are we on? Four. My fourth song, I'm going to have to go with a Tom Petty because uh, you really want to be stuck on an island without any Tom Petty songs. But I'm going to go with uh, learning to fly and hope it actually works. But uh, <laughs> learning to fly, it, I really the I know I learned how to play the little rhythm on the guitar about that and the song because it was the easiest song to learn to play because I'm not very good at guitar but that that's one of my favorite Tom Petty songs you know with the basically the learning to fly of every song ever called learning flies almost all the same but well go I'm gonna pick that one from Tom Petty to go with this one and, and hope it works Logan
2: <laughs> so in the Tom Petty vein my next one is actually a Tom Petty and the Heartbreaker song. Like I said, I went with a classic rock song. I went with a song that is my favorite Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers song of all time. One that I jam out to. I love to start this one off whenever I play an open mic. You, you start off with a little Tom Petty, all the old guys love it. And it's mainly just a bunch of old dudes in there playing, you know, classic rock songs and John Bryan. So um, I went with Listen to Her Heart by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Uh, that's one, like I said, it's uh it's a song about this guy telling this other guy basically to F off because his, his lady ain't leaving him for him no matter how, how good his cocaine is. So, <laughs> uh, for me, um, like I said, I'm sticking with the Tom Petty theme. Andy set forth there. It's going to be "Listen to her heart by Tom Petty and the heartbreakers. Kyle. So,
0: uh, my final song, um, and the song that really turned me on to American aquarium when I went to that show with you guys. Hell yeah, brother. Um, where was that at? Was that that was at uh, Lincoln
2: Theater in Raleigh. Lincoln Theater, yeah. Yep. Uh, phenomenal show. Um, it's actually Losing Side of 25. Fantastic song. Yeah. Now man, it, it hits harder now than
0: it did back yeah, then. Yeah, you know, I just, I just crossed the threshold of 26. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, they have a lot of great songs, but that one was just – that one I was like –
2: damn
0: <laughs> you know like damn i'm on the losing side of 25 now you know and only and it, bj
2: barham can find a way to work in and uh a reference to a food line <laughs> and it works right. <laughs> i mean you know when, you know
0: I, I, I mean that that song really goes like man every time i it comes on my playlist on spotify i'm like you know i'm hyped when it comes on but i'm like at the same time I'm like this is, Damn, my, I really am on the losing side of <laughs> 25. <laughs> yeah.
2: now, you know? That, that opening lines, uh, hit me so hard now because with all, most of our friends being uh married and everything's so all my friends are growing up, changing pretty girls, last names, like, and then like, I'm, I'm finding my way rolling down this highway, playing a much younger man's game like that. It it really, when you're, um, see, I'm on the verge of 27, Kyle, you just crossed into 26. I'm on the verge yeah. of 27. And, um, it, yeah, it, I'm I'm there. I'm on the losing side. See, of I mean, like it, it, it,
0: the song really shouldn't speak to me because I'm not that guy. Um, I've dated the same girl for going on 11 years. We've been engaged for a while. You know, we were gonna get married, and the COVID stuff happened, but um, we're still getting married. But uh you know. <laughs> he was like
2: we we were going to get married but then we kind of happened married, you know, I but, think we uh, just might stay engaged. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to stay engaged for a while. I was like, you know,
0: but this song really doesn't really apply to me, but it it still kind of does. I mean, it yeah. still still kind of scratches that itch if you will.
2: Oh yeah. Cuz I mean, when you, until you're married, you really ain't completely cross over, you know. Right, yeah. So I mean Yeah, that's my final song. <laughs> All right, Andy.
1: The solid that's a very solid. Very eyeball. solid pick.
2: I didn't even think about that, but that's.
1: That's yeah. a good, good genre mix and everything on there. That's solid. My uh, my last one, I'm going to go with. Uh, well, I'm going to have to go with a Gary Allen song here. It's tough to pick a Gary Allen song because he has so many great songs. But I was going to go with Sand in My Soul because it's. Uh, it was actually one of the first Gary Allen songs that I really got into. That was the time period I got into Gary Allen, but uh, that fits the theme of all the other songs. Cause uh, instead of sitting in room, I think it's 308, letting your hair grow. You're going to be let hair grow on a desert Island with literal sand in your soul. So Logan, what's, what's your last one?
2: So like I said, the fifth theme for me was uh, by the time I start going crazy, uh, like uh, on Castaway. With Tom Hanks, and I started talking to a volleyball named Wilson. I'm gonna want to party a little bit, so I picked as one of our friends. So astutely called it when we were in Virginia Beach, and Co. Wetzel was we were seeing his concert. He turned after this song and said, "It's a freaking banger, man! This song's a straight up banger." And that song is "Forever" by Co. Wetzel. Just from the opening yes. to the end, oh, yeah. that song is just a straight up banger. That that thing slaps. So. And it tells, I mean, it tells a little bit of a story, too. I mean, in whatever way Kowetsu normally does. So I'm definitely uh, if I want to party forever but is going to be the one. So when I'm talking to a volleyball on a desert island, that's the song I'm going to pick to party.:
0: That's a solid thing.:
2: Yeah, so
1: these are all pretty solid, solid iPods.:
2: I think so too. You can't really go wrong with either of them, any of them, so. But I think that wraps up this episode of country and cold cans, uh, for Andy and Kyle, I'm Logan and we will see you next time.